Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Elders Council. I still remain your chief host, Mazio Kafa. There isn't one name of Ontario. The only Mazi that's internationally known on the microphone. So it's been a rough couple of weeks. We've been self-isolating, so we could just get through with this pandemic and we could save the summer. Anyway, let's just jump right into business. As you can see, obviously, in the caption, it's called... Saturday as an African child. I was about 11, 12 at the time. So, you know, back in Nigeria. It was a beautiful day. Young Mazi just woke up. The birds were chirping and you could tell it was going to be an amazing day. I stood up from my bed really excited. Being a kid, waking up at about 7 a.m. was like a huge achievement for me because it was Saturday. Who wakes up early on a Saturday? I jumped up from my bed, put on my slippers. In my pajamas, I ran to the kitchen, made sure I did all the dishes. Took care of the floors, swept it, mopped the floors, make sure the house was looking tidy. And at about 9.30, I was done and I took myself, walked into the darkest room of the house with all the curtains closed and the lights off I crept into the lion's den and I stood afar looking and hearing the lion snoring I go Mom? Mom? Mommy? Mommy? And my mom turned from her slumber and she goes and and then I start listing my achievements to her. I go, well, um, mom, um, I'm really sorry to bug you right now, but you know, um, I um woke up at about seven a.m. and um, uh, I uh did all the dishes. Uh, I swept the floor, I mopped the floor, I arranged the house, um, I painted the part of the house that needed repainting, uh, and I was just wondering if I could uh, go out with the other kids and go play, and if, if, if it's not too much to ask, I don't mind if you could lend me some money, and at that time, my mom was furious, and she went... And I could tell she was frustrated at that point. But when it looked like all hope was lost, she goes, Go and get me my wallet. And I was so happy. I ran and I grabbed the first bag I saw and I gave it to her. And she goes, This is not my purse. Give me the one I brought from work last night. And and I go, um, um, mom, I, I didn't see you when you got back from work last night. And and just as she's about to scream, she sits on her bed and she sees the bag she was looking for on the floor. And she's, oh, is everyone here? She gives me some money and I run off to go play with the other kids. Psych! <laughs> bro, wearing that bougie, bro. We weren't bougie at all. This is a typical Saturday morning in an African home. Yo, we sleeping and then you hear a classic song like (laughs) 
on all cylinders and waking up the neighbors. And at that time, you know, it's Saturdays. Your mom is opening all the blinds, every blind. There shall be lights in this house. And then she comes on your door and she's banging your door. It's seven o'clock. Why is everybody sleeping? It's like, I, didn't, I don't have people in my house. And then you get up and your mom has assigned a task to every single person. So if you were the older one, you'd probably be outside cutting the grass. No, we didn't mow no lawn because we had no more lawns. You cut the grass with a cutlass farm or a hoe and then you rake it up. So the younger kids like me, we probably raked it up or something. Saturday was the day you washed your clothes. You washed all the clothes in your closet. Not with the washing machine, bruv, with your hand fam. Did all the dishes, washed all the pots, cleaned the house, mopped the floors. The house must be looking clean and neat. And about 11, your mom goes to take her shower. Every African can relate. And then she's getting ready because <laughs> y'all know Saturday is for Owambe. For those of you who don't know what Owambe means, that means weddings. Because Saturday is the day your every mother has a wedding to go every Saturday. It doesn't matter. There has to be a wedding. They go every single Saturday. I can't recall a Saturday my mom didn't go for a wedding. And then she probably takes a shower and then she comes out and she's getting dressed. And and she's tied her wrapper. And then they leave only their bra on with their makeup half done. And then they come outside looking for their bag. Mama, how many bags do you have? And you all know at that time, everybody's in the house hungry. And then when she sees the bag that she's looking for, she gives you our money to go probably get a cara and a camu and milk with sugar. You all know it's about to go down because, you know, Akara not come for breakfast. You know what I'm saying? Or Gary is blessed with granuts with the Gary. So it was your sugar and Gary. And 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 the Lord will save you. You put milk in the Gary, let your mother cut. And then when everybody's eating, she gets dressed. And the last thing she puts on is that gile, which was properly tied around her head like a crown. And then she walks out and she tells everybody, nobody should leave this house. You're staying. And then she probably gives you some mass assignment or some English assignment to do and then your mom goes out for the wedding. But being the rebellious child I was, trust me fam, I went outside to play with my friends. And here's the deal, my mom always caught me outside playing with my friends. I never saw her coming. It was either a friend told me and I saw and I ran away but she saw me before I ran and when I got home she whooped my ass or I'm probably playing with my friends and I and I feel someone pull my ear so hard and I'm like, what is, and I look and it's my mom and the next thing, I'm met with a heavy slap. And because I'm in front of my friends, I can't even cry. I have to hold it because I'm a man. At 12, I had to be a man and handle a slap from my mom. Uh, and then I get home and when you get home, she beats you up and then you're crying and then you're drooling and then she looks at you and because she's your mom she says the one thing all mothers say when they see their child crying oh yeah come and eat and then she gets you food and then you eat because she's coming from that wedding she's coming with two extra bags trust me there has to be rice in one with a lot of meat and chicken and another bag is filled with souvenirs from the wedding and Someday she probably goes to two different weddings because Nigerians know how to go out on their wedding. And she gets home and you have to put the souvenirs in her room, in her room. And then she always bites the meat to cut it in half. She wouldn't use a knife. She bites it with her teeth. And the part that was in her mouth, that's what she puts in your plate. But I was 12 years old. I didn't give a crap. My mom just gave me jollof rice with meat and I'm happy. And I run outside and I eat. 
And after that, you probably need to iron your clothes for Sunday because Lord help you. You gotta be ready for Sunday. At that point in time, you're a happy kid like me sitting down eating. I forgot whatever happened and my mom hit me or spanked me that day. I'm so happy because I just ate. I mean, what more could I live for? Sunday morning, you had to be up early, but we weren't really up early. And our mom always woke us up with a slap or with a spatula or something. And then you have to jump right off your bed and run to go take a shower. And after that shower, you had to quickly get ready for church. But despite your mom waking up an hour or two before you, always got in the car before her. She always forgot something at home and it was always her bag. I mean, that's typically the life of an African child. It is what it is. Okay, I just had to quickly do this for y'all, you know, so y'all can have something to listen to. Um, a lot of people have been asking, like, when exactly do I drop an episode? I drop an episode every other Friday. So I drop like a regular podcast episode and then I try to do a story time, you know, try to interchange it so y'all vibe with it. This is the third story time I'm doing and I've been getting amazing remarks about this. And honestly, thank you. Um, This is a really tough time we're going through, but y'all stay safe. The audio isn't really good with this, but you know, I just want to put something out for y'all because I want to be consistent. So y'all stay safe self-isolate only go out if you really need to go out shout out to all the frontline health workers the doctors the nurses and my personal favorite my fellow paramedics out there shout out to y'all y'all the real mvp and everybody who is working you know trying to stop this coronavirus uh, you know pandemic from spreading more than it has already so everybody self-isolating and staying home shout out to y'all for those of y'all who don't stay home and don't really can just go out y'all don't even want a summer for real though Anyway, from Mazio Kuro, I'm saying I love you all right now. Peace out.